Loco. Nana Saib, a story of freelance diplomacy, intrigue, and mystery in the Far East. of my debt to you for saving me from that poison drink. Call it quits, then, if you like. Now we'll start all over again, huh? Let's have a look at that stuff in those bags and, and, and caskets over there. I'll get a torch. But I do not understand. Did you not say something to Ram Dras about a second treasure? Uh, I, I don't get it myself. He found a lot of bags and some chests in another part of the cave... Perhaps that was only a part of the treasure. It may have been divided and planted in separate places. Come on, let's have a look at it. There's plenty of it. Yes, Scotty. There seems a great deal. <laughs> That's putting it mildly. Why, with that treasure, you'll be... Look, 20 bags and 8 caskets. You're a lucky girl, Lakshmini. What's the matter? You don't seem the least interested. Why should I be, Cathy? But great Scott. Here you found a treasure the Lord knows how much is worth millions at least, and you're not even... I did not find it, Cathy. Nor am I greatly interested. You're not interested? No, Cathy. Not unless... Unless what? Unless... Unless you divide it with me. Unless I divide... Oh, I... I see. 
we've got to find a way out of this, Lakshmini. And and the treasure, Kathy, my friend. We uh, we'll talk about that later. Uh, come, we'll go back to that rear entrance. As the side wheels. Let's see. This looks like the tunnel we came through. Let's try it. I do not think this is the way, Kathy. The tunnel we came through with Ramdas was not so wide. Nor was the floor so smooth. Mm. I guess you're right at that. <laughs> you don't suppose we could be lost by any chance? Wait, Kathy. Listen. It is useless, Ali, my friend, to seek further. They are not to be found. We ourselves will be fortunate if we can retrace our path. A little further, Dolorao. We're all right now, Lakshmini. Ali! Dolorao! Voila, they are found. Cassie! Here, Ali! There they are, Lakshmini. Cassie, Habib. And the Rani, Dolorao. Praise Rama, you are both safe. We had given up hope. But Ram Das, where is the dog? Dead, Dolorao. He fought with Kasi and... He fell into a deep pit filled with water. He's... He's just an unpleasant memory now. A fitting conclusion to his ill-spent life. <laughs> and all because of a number of bags filled with stones and pieces of rusted iron. How, Dularau? Bags with stones, rusted iron? The treasure bags and caskets of your illustrious grandfather, Lakshmi and which Ramdas found in these caves proved to be filled with stones, gravel, and pieces of iron. What's that? The bags you saw in Ramdas' camp were filled with... <laughs> <laughs> you are amused, Kasi Sahib? <laughs> amused? Oh, that old fox, Nana Sahib. <laughs> this is good. What a laugh he'd get out of Ramdas if he knew. But the treasure we found, Kasi. <laughs> Wait a minute. I get the idea now. Nana Sahib planted those bags and boxes of stone in a conspicuous place just inside the entrance of these caves because he knew that anyone with temerity enough to enter the caves in search of the treasure would stumble over those stone-filled bags and look no further. And why so, Kasi? Why? Because they'd conclude there wasn't any treasure at all. That the legendary treasure of Nana Sahib was... <laughs> <laughs> uh, come here, you two. Lakshmini and I have something back here we want to show you. What have you found, Kasi Saeed? You'll see in a minute. It's only a few steps. Look up that hole, Ali. If you tumble into that, you'll join Ram Dass. I was. Look over there. Stacked against the wall in that corner. By the great god Rama. There, my friends, is the real treasure of Nana Saeed. That's the yarn, Baker. That's how Ollie and I spent our vacation. Interesting, Casey. Most interesting. But there are two points in your story I'd like to have cleared up. What became of the treasure? That remarkably beautiful stone on your finger proved you didn't walk off and leave it there in the cave of the wind. No. Dolorao and his riders transported the treasure to Kundra. Ali and I estimated it at something in the neighborhood of 500 lakhs of rupees. Good heavens, KC. Three and a half million pounds? Uh, approximately. But because of the great number of precious stones, the value of which we could only guess at, well, it should run quite a bit above that. Ours could only be a very rough estimate. 
What's the other point you want cleared up? Lakshmini. Lakshmini? Why, she's still Rani, if that's what you mean. And a very wealthy Rani for Nepal. That isn't quite what I had reference to, my friend. Then I don't get you, Chief. Lakshmini is a very handsome woman, isn't she? At least so I gathered from your story. That is, uh, handsome as Orientals go. She's the most exquisitely beautiful creature I've ever seen, Oriental or Occidental. Ask Ali. The skin of Lakshmini is no darker than your own, C.D., and her heart is white because her spirit is clean. One cannot describe such beauty. It was in her heart to keep Kasi and Kundra. Ah, so I gathered. But how do you know that? Lakshmini is unmarried. Should she die without heirs, her throne will pass out of her house. She wished Kasi to remain because she loved him. I read it in her eyes, as did also Dolorao, when we came upon them there beside the treasure in the cave of a thousand winds. And what did you read in the eyes of our friend K.C.? Only this, C.D. As long as Kasi lives, he will remember Lakshmini. You read no more than that, my friend? No more than that, C.D. Hmm. That's what I had reference to, K.C., old chap. I, um... I feared the possibility of the ghost corps losing one of its best operatives and and I, a very good friend. Oh, skip it, you two. Ollie, you've been hitting that pipe again. Besides, I, I'm not in the market for a wife. Even a rich and good one. You're right, Casey. Men in our walk of life, call it profession if you will, shouldn't be the marrying kind. Most of us are in this game and out here in this beastly country because of a woman. However, as you say, we'll... Uh, We'll skip that. You wanted to know why I stopped you here in Lucknow. Yes, Chief. You're a long way from Cairo. I followed your trail. I lost it in Karachi. Picked it up again in Hyderabad through Major Bradshaw. He sent me up here to your friend, Waldheim. Hmm. Waldheimer? You got him to talk? One of the most silent chaps I've ever run across. When I told him what I wanted, he asked me to let him know where I was stopping that he might have some news for me when a certain friend of his returned from Kathmandu. Well, we hadn't any more than landed here before he slipped me your address and said someone by the name of Baker was looking for me. But why all the secrecy and, and why this native Sarai? It's quite important, K.C. I mean my being here. Though I've covered my trail thoroughly, I'm positive I've been followed every step of the way. Hmm. What's it all about? Have you ever been up in Mongolia... More particularly the, uh, the Gobi Desert. Several times. Spent several years in China. Did my first work for the Ghost Corps out in Taiping, if you remember. I remember quite well. That's why I stopped off here to intercept you. We are going to Taiping, then very likely to the Gobi country. We? Hmm. Must be important for you to be on the job. Ever hear of the Ming Ruby? No, Chief. What is this, another treasure hunt? It's very much more than that, old chap. I believe... Shh! Down, Casey. Ali, on the floor. Put out the light, Ali. A stone tossed through the window, wrapped in paper. Rolled against my foot. Flashlight, Ali. Uh, here, Casey. Oh, a note, Chief, for you. Oh. Hmm. Listen, Casey. Sarai completely surrounded. Leave by roof at once. 
Cross three roofs to the north. You will find trustworthy guide. Let us be silent, that we may hear the whisper of the gods.